Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Joining me, as always, in his Richmond Spiders. Oh, it's like a, it's it's like a it's ski- a random spider. Well, no, it's like a, a skiing outfit. Like it, they they make ski gear because uh-huh. I ski so often. It's just a really comfy sweatshirt. No, <laughs> Richmond Spiders are dead to me after their performance in their conference tournament where I think I had a future. Um, yeah, kind of a weird Friday already. Golf, I think I, I'm, I'm going to have two matchups that are already pretty much decided. One of them is getting smoked. The other one is smoking my guy. Or I'm, I'm winning one by a shitload, losing one by a shitload, which is... Better than losing both by a shitload, I guess. I've watched the Bobcat video 300 times, and I've been involved in a (laughs) now about a 30-minute ongoing conversation about the uh, Askren, Jake Paul, Logan Paul. I don't even know which Paul it is. One of the blonde kids. I think one was on The Masked Singer. The other one is boxing. So um, whichever one it is, and, I mean, we've just gone around in circles on that because it's – yeah, he's, you know, he's a YouTuber, but he also is pretty effing jacked. And then it, it just keeps going back and forth. Well, he beat, you know, a diminutive NBA player with no boxing, boxing experience and some other YouTuber. It's like, well, Askren sucks on his feet. It's like, yeah, but he's also been in combat sports forever. Like, it's just, it's not something I want to bet on. I might, I might just bet knockout for both guys and hope somebody just gets popped really hard for a few like bucks. That. That's so, fun. Yeah, that, that's – and I actually read an article that made a pretty decent case for the over. Like, Askren can just go in with a defensive strategy because he's, these uh, Paul matches – again, I'm not even sure which one it is. Jake Paul? Somebody correct me on one that. One of the Pauls. One of the Pauls. All his all his have gone like, you know, they haven't lasted very long. He hasn't had test his cardio at all. So you go into a defensive match, you tie up a bunch, you get in tight, and you see how this guy, you know, how his cardio is once he wears himself out a little. That that could be a little interesting, but I mean I'll probably watch it. And I'm yeah. gonna have to bet on i I'm gonna have to bet on a little. You'll, you'll find something, I'm sure. You always RuPaul. do. Yeah, I mean, I I bet on Biden kissing his wife. I'm going to bet on this YouTube, you know, fight. So, um, yeah, it's – the line is probably right right now. Like, it, it, Paul should be favored, but it's it's starting to get away. Like, if you want to bet – if you want to bet the UFC guy, I think you can probably wait. I think it's just going to keep getting juice. So, if you want to take uh, – if you want to take Ben, you can probably get a bigger number eventually here. But uh, how about Sharma? You know, I Love had that it. bet. I had that bet. I got excited for the first set. I was sad for the second set. And then I popped back on. I didn't get a chance to watch the match. I popped back on to flash score, and I saw she was down 4-1 in the third set. And I unstarred her ass. Unstarred. <laughs> You're off my flash. Because I don't even want to get the notification that she lost 2-1. And I go back to um, look at some men's matches to figure out the times, and it automatically pops up on the last screen you're on. I see she won. I said, well, what the shit? This is lovely. This is it why this mess. is why you don't watch women's tennis. No. <laughs> like, you, just, you just let the bets finish up. But th- that was a nice win. I got plus 110 on that. I'm, I'm sure some people maybe even found better numbers. I, that was probably about as good as you can find. But plus 110 on that. Um, my golf stuff, I gave it like two days ago. 
which I could have given out yesterday. They were all afternoon matchups. Not a single one of my daily matchups started until like one in the afternoon. Those all ended up coming through. That was a nice little uh, first eight sweep. I even played an extra Kirk matchup from a buddy that uh, really liked him against Benny on. So really nice day for me on the golf links. Um, if it weren't for, you know, Cam Smith going nuclear, that that kind of sucks. Although I do at this moment have two out of my six outrights tied for first. Obviously, it is 1035 on a Wednesday. That doesn't mean a whole hill of beans right now, but uh, Connors and Morikawa playing well. Answer one shot back. So a couple of these guys aren't playing too bad. I just need Billy Horschel. Got a lot of go names away. up there at the top. Go away, Billy Horschel. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Friday Super Show, Friday Freeform Super Show. Let's uh, let's get back into the NBA. You you were scared yesterday. You couldn't do it. You wouldn't pull the trigger. We're back today. We're back. You got side and a total. Side and a total, an under and an underdog here. Big slate tonight. It should actually be fun because there was only four games last night. A lot of teams had the night off to rest. There are a couple marquee games I'm going to watch and not bet on. Portland versus San Antonio in the nightcap should be a lot of fun. I also expect, you know, of course, the Sixers are playing the Clippers. Fingers crossed. Let's hope Kawhi Leonard plays. That could be a possible finals preview. And then New Orleans against Washington is probably the more underrated game of the day. But let's circle back to Philly and the Clippers. I really like the under in this spot. Um, actually got a little bit of a better number. So if you follow me on the Betsburts app, again, Alex Christensen with no space, you did a little better than this. But still like under 221. Under 220 is probably okay as well. But I, I would draw the line probably right around there. I have this total um, you know, in the 216 range kind of mid-216s, but even with Kawhi Leonard in, both of these teams have great defenses. They've been under teams lately as you start to look at the matchup, and especially from the perspective of two elite teams, if you will, playing each other after the All-Star break, these tend to be great spots for unders. We see every year that once we get towards the end of the season, some of these better teams looking ahead to a potential playoff matchup We'll take these games a little bit more seriously. You'll see them give a better effort. I think the pace is going to be a little bit slower tonight. And I think, again, it should have more of that big game feel. So a lot of things pushing us towards the under. Should also get a little help from the officials as well, which is never a bad thing. So a lot of little boxes checked off there, pretty much every box for me. So happy to grab under there for the Sixers Clippers. And you are looking to ruin your Friday again by cheering for the – it worked last time, Knicks – it was nice. It was, a, it was a close game. You bet the Knicks uh, a week or so ago, maybe just earlier this week, honestly. I I lose track of time now that I'm old, but uh, it was against the Lakers. It was kind of a tight game, and then the Lakers just gave up, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love that when it just, you know, you see the, the charts of the scores, and then they just deviate all of a sudden. Like, all right, that's where they gave up. White flag up. Love it. That was a nice win. Why are we going back to the Knicks? We're going to go back to the Knicks here. You know, I take a look at some of my projections here. I have this game closer to three, actually a little less than three. So the number looks good to me. I like the matchup a lot here. Christoph Porzingis looks like he's going to play tonight. Um, there's a lot of guys the Knicks have that can throw at him to guard him. Somebody like Nerlens Noel, even Julius Randle can slow him down because although Porzingis is very tall and he's a big player, doesn't really post up a lot. That's going to play into the Knicks' hands. And the Knicks are going to come out with a high level of intensity. Yes, Luka Doncic should have a good game, but at the same time, the Mavericks don't have a great matchup for Julius Randle and a couple of the other players on the New York Knicks. I just think we're going to have a team in the Knicks, again, that have a lot of intensity against a team like the Mavericks that we know 
um, has an energy and effort level that wavers at best. If the Knicks come into this fourth quarter with a lead of any kind, I think we're going to be in good shape. The back door is going to be wide open here. And you know what, Andy? Fingers crossed here. I mean, maybe we'll get lucky here, and uh, Porzingis will take a rest night randomly on uh, one of the nights we're going against him. But even if he plays, love this spot for the Knicks. Like the matchup. The numbers are good. A lot of things in place here. So we'll take the Knicks and the points. Yeah, that sounds nice too. And you know, as much as we will bitch about things like that, oh no, like you know, I made this bet, and then one of the players sat out like at the last minute. Like that happens. But if you make enough bets on the NBA or any sport, and like it's going to happen the other way, you're going to have you know variance on your side one of these times. Like I mean, you did have that once with the uh, the, yeah, earlier, the, the Warriors. Warrior, the Warriors game where we got just stupid CLV. Like that, you shouldn't even count that when you're doing CLV. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I did one time with an NFL quarterback. I'm like, man, I got like four points of line movement on this. It was lovely, but <laughs> it shouldn't even count because it, you know, it's certainly you know based on something like that. Once we get to the closer, but yeah, it's excited something- to bet the Knicks again tonight. That's something you have to think about. Something you have to prepare for and. You know, you start to go crazy at some points, but just look at the scenarios, look at the schedule, look at who's coming up, look what they've done recently. Again, Porzingis is somebody that isn't on the injury report, and then all of a sudden, before the game, sometimes will be coming out. So you got to just, you know, start to keep lists of players like that and just take time and make sure that whatever side you're on, you're either okay if everyone plays or you're up or it's to your advantage if they don't. You know, make sure that if, if something happens, you know, you're, you're not going to be totally sunk. It's, you know, kind of a tough needle to thread, but every once in a while you get a situation, again, like this. Everyone should be healthy. If anyone's going to be out, it should be in our favor. So let's fingers crossed and hope it all goes well. Yeah, I'm down with that. Um, like I said, I put out a couple – I just – tweeted this morning because i didn't feel like writing a whole article about this but did tweet out a couple golf plays looks like we're gonna go one and one on that which is again better than the alternative one is i'm winning by seven in the underdog i took and losing by five in the other one they're they're, man neither they aren't even that deep into the round one of these matchups is only like 11 holes in so we're uh we're ready to hit some more of those i did play a couple more golf matchups this afternoon i will be heavy into golf all weekend i'm just i'm gassed for golf right now i don't know uh why i don't have the masters hangover but burger over horschel i almost played this at a minus half but i ended up not getting quite there with the math uh, i don't truly believe in quick regression but if I'm looking at a matchup, I like it with my pre-tournament numbers. I like it with, let's say, you know, any other metrics I'm using for this course. And then some guy who I'm betting against has like outlier numbers in the first round. I'm fine. Again, it's a nudge. It's an extra nudge. And Horschel was first in the field around the green which when you're first in field around the green, that means you usually had a chip in, maybe multiple chip ins, or at least, you know, at least something where you're putting something super close. So whenever you're in a field of like 130, when you're in the top five and something like that, especially when it's putting or around the green, where I don't think it's repeatable, that's a nice little extra nudge. And Berger's a guy I like. I've liked him a lot. He's won a couple tournaments over the past year, and he's actually my one and done in a lot of places. So I really need him to keep rolling. I ended up entering one more one and done. Uh, Mayo, uh, Mayo over there, what's his name? Pat Mayo. He put an extra one up that just goes from like the masters through the end of the year. So I added an extra one and done. So I, I actually split one of those entries with uh, JD cause he wanted to 
have somebody to remind him to put an entry. So we went with Berger. I need Berger to continue to play well and Berger over Horschel. This one starts pretty, pretty soon. Um, a couple of these don't start till afternoon, but I, I had to have to look. One of these does start in like 20 minutes. Uh, Griot over Kuchar. Griot is a guy I've backed quite a bit. And again, Kuch is not really doing anything. He didn't really do anything outlier, but again, he's been just a bit of a, I don't know, a, a phony. I don't know. Is that the right word for it? Like, I just don't believe in how he's playing. Yeah, he's a pretender based on his numbers. And I mean, his he, he ended up under par. But his, you know, his approach shots were great. Like if he's not going to convert on that, he's not going to play well. Yeah, his ball striking was good, but again, I, I kind of have him as a phony. This is just more of a pre-tournament number fade. And then Gim, Doug Gim, I haven't even checked how he's. Where is he? He's under par. I bet him at like almost two hundred to one. But Gim over Knox. These both men are, I think, minus one right now. This is one where. Knox, I believe, had not only, you know, I hated him outlier, but yeah, Knox is fourth in the field right now for strokes gained in round one on approach. He's not a bad approach player. He's not a bad irons player, but he's not someone who's going to keep that up for the whole tournament. So again, a nice little nudge on that. He played a little better than he probably should have in the first round. And I like Dougie Gim here, so I actually should look at what Gim finished. And it's funny because Gim, Gim again, he gained a bunch too. I guess I can use it both ways. If I'm going to use it for me, I'll use it against me. Like Gim and uh, Knox both had really good approach days, but I I do think it's more uh, conducive to Gim having a day like that. He had a really good, not only first, second, the whole tournament down at the players – he had a really good round, uh, a really good tournament as far as approach. He can do that in a tournament like this. So I'm more, I'm looking at more of him being able to keep that up compared to a guy like Mr. Knox. And uh, yeah, I'll have third and fourth round stuff out and hopefully I hit an outright. I haven't hit an outright for a long time. Looks like you're in good shape so far. Fingers crossed. It's a lot of golf left as I learned the hard way on the uh, Masters Saturday. Yes, Corey, Corey Connors takes the lead. Canadian Corey <laughs> Connors. Let's he had go. A donut. Donut named after him this week because of his hole in one. What kind of donut? Timmy Hortons. All you Canadians know. So, do we know? Um, I didn't even have to change this banner all this much. It already said this girl's (laughs) name. We're doing this. We're doing it again. We're going back. The fifteen-year-old. In in case I don't mention it this time, just so Andy knows that it's. Would you have bet on her had I told you she was fifteen years old? I've bet on younger. I've bet on little league, but. Yeah, so I'm not worried about how young That's they are. That's true. I mean, we better. Well, I guess how old was How old was Goff when he, she made her first U.S. Open run? She was 15. 16, I think. Might have been. It was right around there. I think it was 16, maybe 17. Nope. She wasn't quite. Anyway, yeah. Um, th- this is full full disclosure. If you make this bet, you are betting on a ninth grader. Uh, who knows? No they driver's license. Have grades. I'm not sure. I think she's. I think she's Russian. Maybe she's Czech. There's. One of those countries. Of, anyway, yeah. once, once they go pro, they're not in school anymore. They're they they have a tutor. tennis school. Yeah, Linda Fruver Tova is in the nightcap here in Charleston. That should be around five o'clock Eastern, maybe a little sooner, depending on where you look. But I expect that to be right around five o'clock. She is a small underdog to Astra Sharma. Um, if you listened earlier in the week, I took Astra Sharma actually um, outright to win this tournament at forty to one, and this isn't even really a hedge. Um, I was just looking at the matchups this morning, and I like the spot for Fruvertova based on the way Sharma's played, based on the way Fruvertova's played this week. 
you know, looking at past statistics, a lot of indicators here for me. I, I would line this match at a pick em. Basically, I'd give you I'd hang minus 110 each way. So happy to take the underdog here at plus 120. Just a lot of value on her. She continues to play very well. We thought that she would have a down match last time out against Emma Navarro, another good young upcoming player, but played well. Um, Close at the match, I think it was 6-4, 6-3. Very comfortable win for her, and she looks solid on these courts. So happy to take her in a match that I have at a coin flip. So um, we'll take the underdog, Andy. I get down with that. I trust you. I trust you on this. We had a good uh, question. Patrick has changed his name to the Mac Jones truther. It says DraftKings <laughs> just dropped a prop on who will be drafted for a Smith or Waddle lined evenly. Has anyone seen any mocks where Waddle goes before Smith? I not really, but there can be a lot of goofiness. Now we're getting some stuff from Albright saying that Denver might go defense, which kind of screws up some things after that. If Denver goes defense, that could mess up where you know, what we get from Philly, I think Dallas would still go defense. They'd still go corner, but it could mess up what happened. If two corners go before Philly gets there, I don't know. Like, just because Philly's so bad at drafting receivers, like, they they might end up just going to uh, – I'll, I'll take a look at this one for sure. And I'm about to get into some more uh, NFL, but that, that's interesting. I like these uh it's like horse matchups. I love matchups. Like when when they have some of these guys that are, their draft ranges are somewhere similar or you know they're a little further down and uh yeah, it's uh this is a good one but yeah, I would still I would still lean obviously towards Smith especially at that price. Yeah. Devs 1996 says Field is now the favorite to go number 3. Yes. Well, if you paid attention yesterday and you joined in, you got a good number because Mac Jones's number has over three and a half has gone up. Fields to go to the Niners has gone down. I got some good prices on those yesterday. I bet them earlier in the week as well. Like those, he is now the favorite to go number three to San Francisco. So we, this is not the NFL. This is not, I mean, it is the NFL, I guess. It's not the NFL betting market. It's not a major market. Like closing line value line moves and things of that nature mean much less. Closing line value is a spectrum. In fact, I'm almost finding out it means very little in golf. But in, you know, on an <laughs> NFL side or total, it means a ton. Whereas, right. you know, you'll see movement all day. It doesn't some of these places are only letting you bet 50 bucks. So they get, you know, a, a flurry of bets on one side. That's those are max bets, I guess. And it, it it only takes a feather touch to move some of these. So it'll be interesting to see how this market shapes up over the next week. We are entering the oh, this guy has character issues, or this guy has a nagging injury territory. We're entering shitty mock drafts or starting to go away. People are people yeah. marijuana. Yeah, we're starting to get towards the place where people are putting their final mocks out. And those are usually the better ones. So it'll be cool to see those. Um, this slide sucks. I made a bad slide, but this, I mean, it was a tweet that just came out this morning. Uh, hat tip to Dave, Dave Behrman over ESPN. He put this out. I went on Will Hill and I can't find these, but uh, I couldn't find these odds. He said they're up. I went to like four different states. He says William Hill has regular season win totals up. So these are what they're hanging off the bat. If this is true, I'm going to go to Iowa. I don't know if Alex, if you have any thoughts on your fight in Philadelphia Eagles, but uh, yeah, this is there's a couple of these that look a little off. Like, and I just I spoke to a couple NFL and yes, also no 17 games, but Las Vegas at eight looks horrid. 
That's something I talked about with a few people already this morning. We spoke about that on the deep dive yesterday or Wednesday with uh, Mr. Solek, how they've made some additions on defense, but none that were like good enough to make them not want to actually draft there as well. And then another point made by Solek was, you know, it's very, very difficult for a rookie defender to play well and make a big difference. So Vegas's defense will continue to be bad and their offense is probably going to take a step back. This is going to be a rough team. And especially if Denver is able to get a quarterback somehow, that just exacerbates the Raiders' problems. So that's, I mean, that's mine. I talked to Suma this morning. That's one of his favorites as well. We can't get this anywhere near, near eighth. I might head down to Waterloo. I don't even have to. I don't see it at, at our legal will here, here no, in Pennsylvania. It, it, but if that pops that's, up, that's, that's, I think that's a great wager. Yeah, I'm so Las Vegas under. I love. I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of those. Hit us in the Twitter sphere if you have a hard. Uh, and it's wild seeing a twelve, but again, a twelve is. It's not the same twelve as last year. So you know, it's a slight difference. There is an extra game, but yeah, I mean, you have some high ones there. Luck, luck, luckily, uh, you can always bet unders here if you really want to. Houston at five is pretty funny. <clears throat> All things considered, you know, just Carolina how that team was a couple a years. Yeah, there there will be some overs I'll be That's taking here, but yeah, and there will never be another seven and nine record. It'll be seven nine and one from here on out. And Mr. Fuji brings up a good point. Yeah, Jeremiah's mock is pretty good. Kuiper's mock is especially now. <clears throat> That's the big difference. Maybe we didn't get into this enough during the during the podcast. Maybe we'll touch on this next week. Like this week, people put out bad mock drafts, and it's on purpose. Like the people that aren't really taking it seriously, the the media types, they're for clicks. Like they they put out something wild for clicks, and then in their final mock draft, what they put out, it's something more reasonable. Like you'll see some. I mean, it's hot takes in the form of a mock draft. That's what you're seeing this week. So look up and uh, oh, Patrick says DK has win totals up for a while. I have to pop over there for sure. Seven point yeah, five. If if they are seven and a half at DraftKings, I'm assuming, and that's what sucked about this tweet. There were no prices. For all I know, it could be Las Vegas minus two hundred. Yeah. You know, that's not a play. But even at seven, seven and a half at reasonable juice, I'm in on that. I'm. It's looking like a six and eleven season, five and twelve. So look how quickly I adjusted to the seventeen game season. Um, I love it. It's good. You're doing good. It's it's really much faster than your transition from San Diego to Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm still not there. Still not there, guys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll uh, that'll probably do it. We'll get more into those as we go here. I'll be making NFL offseason bets throughout the spring and summer, as I always do, starting to build that portfolio. And that'll be a nice way to spend the weekend. Yeah, around seeing when it's, stuff opens up. It's gonna be cold this weekend again, so I might be indoors just reading NFL stuff. And that is uh, that's all we have okay. for today. Are you gonna have a good weekend? I'm gonna I think so. Weekend. I don't have anything crazy going on. I'm having lunch with my mommy on tomorrow. We're gonna take her out to lunch, me and my fiance Tori, and then uh, they're gonna go shopping. Maybe I'll join them for a little bit. Who knows? We'll s- depends what store they walk into. The two of them will uh, take anywhere from an hour to four hours to wander around various places. So we'll see how my attention span is. I need to prep a raised bed to establish a strawberry patch. There's going to be soil testing. There will be soil amendment. There will be mixing sand in. There'll be a lot of things going on. Ten years ago, I would have been like me and the boys 
are going to go down to the bar and drink vodka Red Bulls until we invariably get in a fight with a bouncer. Uh, <laughs> times have changed. I am washed. No, yeah, a lot of and a lot of gardening and NFL stuff this weekend. So that'll we'll be catch fun. you. We'll catch you Monday. Thanks for the hang. And uh, yeah, I will let you know once regular season win totals are up at our partner WinBet, and then you can make your. I, I wouldn't rank actually, you know what? I'm going to say, don't make a regular season win total bet with your wrist. Nah, you don't want to see that, that. You don't want that sitting there that long. Make it. They, they do have some fun draft props and it does vary by, uh, it varies by municipality. They have exact order of the fir- first three up. They have uh trifectas up at some, I think the Jersey book does the Michigan one doesn't. It's a little different. No draft props in PA. Check that out. But uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see you Monday. Thanks guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.